You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network for a review slash recap of Star Trek Discovery Season Two, Episode One, Brother. Uh, we sat through. Brother, my brother. You know where that's from? No, it's from the Pokemon movie. Why do I look like somebody think, who knows the Pokemon movie? I think the band was called Blessed Union of Souls. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, go ahead. Thank you for that. Um, we sat through a grueling first season of Star Trek Discovery, which didn't seem pleasant overall, but, you know, as they were doing the recap at the beginning of this, I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad, but we we did say we would be back not to cover an entire season, but uh, to at least Thank do the, the premiere the mid-season and maybe a finale recap. So uh, we're going to kick it off. With oh, I just the realized why the episode's called Brother. Oh. Okay. okay. Anyways, my name is Colin and we've got new uniforms. My name is Jamie and I should stop talking so much. I should talk less. Okay. Were you admiring my pinky? Is that what you were doing? No. Um, remember um, he tells her to no, talk less? I, I remember that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you you probably would like it if I didn't talk so much, then you'd have less edit points. No, I, I just would like it more if Tilly was gone from the show. Um, I like her. You don't like Tilly, you're I wrong. I do. And, and okay, I'm not just saying on. it to get under your skin like how that guy is the best Bond. Don't even go there about Timothy What's Dalton. Tim- yeah, Timothy no. Dalton. No, he's not the best Bond. You don't I, believe that. I kept that up for like a year or two. Yeah, you really kept that up. Just think bother me. But anyways. Um, so... That shows you the type of person I am. I don't really look back on season one that fondly, but when they did the two minute long recap on previously on Star Trek Discovery, or last season on Star Trek Discovery, I'm like, there was some good stuff in there. And I think that... As I kind of went through it and remembered, oh yeah, I remember that episode, I remember that episode. I'm like, obviously the second half of the season was pretty good. The first half, not so much. Um, But what I'm missing is some of those fun episodes like the Harry Mudd one, remember? And the one where they actually went down to a planet, the only time they went down to a planet. I want more of that stuff. So I think just overall recapping season one, it was heavily serialized. And um, going into season two... They've had a change in showrunners for like the fifth time throughout the course of the show. It's been running for two just, years. Just to clarify, they did get off the ship in this episode, though. Sort of, yeah. But it wasn't but, on a planet. But Spoiler! just going back to what I was saying, the change in showrunners for like the fifth time in you know less than two seasons. Um, the director of this episode, Alex Kurtzman, who actually co-created the show, is now officially the showrunner through most of season two. He took over at some point during season two. What, what does showrunner mean? <laughs> what would you think showrunner means? Like director, producer, or no, something? No, well, showrunner, the, 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 the guy overseeing okay, it all. Okay, it literally just says director, so no, I'm not I, I just said he directed this episode and he co-created the show. But the showrunner is like the executive producer that's basically the one that calls all the shots. Anyways, so this guy started as a screenwriter all the way back in one of my favorite TV shows, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Uh, he then worked with J.J. Abrams on Alias and um, uh, the Star Trek movies, obviously. This guy's done some pretty good stuff. Oh, tons of stuff. Alex Kurtzman, like, um, he was involved in the um, the uh, uh, series that didn't happen, the Mummy series, uh, I guess. Uh, the, the Tom Cruise Mummy series and all that. But yeah, lots of different TV shows. Now you see me, Amazing Spider-Man, um, Cowboys and Aliens, oh boy. But... 
he's now taken over running the show since they've gone through so many showrunners. And what he said going into this season is that it's still going to be serialized, but not as heavily as last year. So it's going to be more like every episode's going to be its own standalone thing, but there will be ties throughout the series, which I'm much happier with. Like before we even discuss this episode. That's the way Star Trek normally is. Yeah. uh, And it's better that way because then if you miss a week or two, I'm I'm not saying obviously if you're recapping a show, but if you're just watching it as a, you know, a general watcher, Mm -hmm. uh, then, you know, you don't feel like you're missing a whole lot if you miss a week or two. And in all honesty, that's kind of what I was saying that I felt like, it was all the standalone episodes last season, the ones that didn't tie into the overall plot that I enjoyed the most. And I liked some of the Mirror Universe stuff in the second half of the season, but I just felt like when they made it so serialized, none of the episodes were memorable. It was all just like, oh, well, this is the next part in this ongoing story. Like, I want these standalone episodes and then have something to tie together. Star Trek Deep Space Nine was probably one of the first serialized shows on American TV. And that's how they did it. They're like, every episode's still its own thing, but we're telling a story throughout the course of a season or a couple seasons or whatever. But uh, the other change that um, you couldn't tell from this episode, remember one of my big complaints in season one was that the entire series is just Burnham, Burnham, Burnham. And I, I, I have nothing against Burnham, but it's like, this is not a one-character show. Like, Star Trek, even... Though you it's have, not called Michael Burnham or just Burnham. It's called Well, Star yeah, Trek. we're going to get that with Picard, Star Trek Picard or whatever they're calling it. Uh, but even if you look at Next Generation or the original Star Trek, like William Shatner was notorious for kind of always forcing himself to steal every scene or to be the focus of yeah. everything. But even in the original Star Trek, you would have episodes that were Spock episode or a McCoy episode. And the next generation, even more so. I mean, there would be Deanna Troy episodes. There were Dr. Crusher episodes. Those were painful. There were Wesley <laughs> Crusher episodes. It's like those bands where, like, uh, everyone wants to contribute and write a song. And there's that one band member that's so full of themselves that they just can't let anybody else shine. Are you talking about any band in particular? Uh, what was that one? Um, Are you thinking about the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? No, was it Our Lady Peace? No. Oh, Our Lady Peace. No, no, no. Uh, or was it uh, the that guy died? <laughs> Blind Melon was that it? Blind Melon. What? What was Blind Melon? One band member forcing everything? No. I don't I, think. I think you're literally just making up some fictional band. No, there is the band that you were talking about where they couldn't agree on stuff and they didn't all. Maybe I am thinking about Queen. <laughs> By the way, you know what's really funny? It's you little... laugh like Cookie Monster? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know what's really funny? It's kind of a little bit of a rabbit trail. Every single time I, I hear you say these two things, or or more things like it, where you're like, anyways, or like I was saying, I always think in my head you're actually secretly saying in your call-in language, Jamie, shut the heck up. <laughs> shut up. Let's move on. Because <laughs> you're always like pressuring me. You're always like, let's get this thing done in under 30 minutes. And then you'll go off talking about how Blind Melon was a band broken up by ego or something like that. <laughs> well, the guy died. And like, how did they come up with that name? Like Blind Melon. What does that have to do with Star Trek Discovery? Like, what if I said, like, I want to create create a band name that's, like, Deaf Chicken? What does Blind Melon mean? Okay, this is what the episode has come to. We haven't even started Star Trek Discovery. Do, do, do. Was that supposed to be No Rain? Yeah. <gasps> um... 
See, you knew what it was, so that's not bad. So they, they called their hippie neighbors, or a hippie couple, a couple of blind melons. Basically means idiot. Okay, moving on. Okay. <laughs> maybe talking about blind melons? Maybe that's why he's dead. <laughs> he died of a heroin overdose. And you're like, Stupid he was an idiot? decision. Okay. Let's not disparage the, learned his lesson. Let's not disparage the dead five minutes in here, Jamie. Let's get back on Star Trek. Anyways, moving on. Like I was saying. Jamie's being a blind melon here. Uh, okay, so uh, the other change is that we're going to have more episodes that will be like focused on one character. So hopefully, this is what Alex Kurtman's saying, hopefully we're going to get more traditional Star Trek. But I have to say, just based off of like first impressions on this episode, this felt a little bit more like classic Star Trek. It still doesn't feel Star Trek enough to me, but it feels closer than we got before. I, I like how the um, what, what was that? Uh, what was the captain's name again? Was it Alex Cross? Alex Cross? What? <laughs> Morgan Freeman's character from Kiss the Girls. <laughs> Along came a spider. No, the the guy who had the colorful shirt, the yellow, the mustard. Christopher Pike, the like the poop, the poo yellow shirt. Poo is yellow. When what are you eating? <laughs> like it's like it's like the color of like baby poo. You Most know, people when they think of digestion in yellow, they're not thinking poo. No, like when a baby is breastfed, their poo oh. is like super mustard yellow. <laughs> It's different from formula poo. If if they eat formula, then it's completely Alex different. Cross. <laughs> Is it Alec Cross? No, it's Christopher Pike. It's not. Is his first name Alex? No, it's Christopher Pike. I just said. Oh, what are you sure him? it's not Alex Christopher it's Pike? It's not Alex Christopher Pike. What's your point? I was saying that I like the uniform. Okay. <laughs> All of that because you like the uniform. Well, it reminds me of William Shatner. Oh well, okay. Th- th- there's uh, a that's point what there. that's what they were trying to do. Well, and <laughs> why are you laughing at that? Why so funny? <laughs> Have you been drinking? <laughs> no, this is li- literally <laughs> proper use the word literally. This is literally the same ship from the William Shatner series and the same crew, just the previous captain. You're like, it kind of reminded me of William Shatner. So, like, why? You get, you get that the ship they found at the beginning that was called the Enterprise is supposed to be the Enterprise, right? But that's what the ship is called on, like, all of these shows. Yes. <laughs> no, like, every single Star Trek show, it's always called the Enterprise. Well, not the Voyager or the defiant on the deep space nine but i get your point the discovery well when when the hot old man was the captain it was the enterprise the hot old man what's the hot old man hard the hot old what is hot old hot old oh, hot old man okay yes okay so here <laughs> beam me up to the enterprise number one <laughs> okay so the enterprise is a ship that originates with scott Bakula and his crew the first ship to really leave you know uh the solar system and it gets taken over every every few years. There's a new Enterprise or whatever, and there's a new crew. And I'm Christopher stop Pike you, I'm was the stop second you right there. captain or whatever. I don't pay attention to timelines. Okay, but so I'm explaining. Matter. Christopher Pike was the captain. Captain Kirk took over him. So this is what's cool about Alex Cross, a.k.a. Christopher Pike, I, okay? I barely remember my family's or your family's birthdays for that <laughs> matter. So I am not going to remember this. Anyways, 
So when Gene <laughs> when Gene Roddenberry created the original Star Trek series, okay, the pilot episode had a different captain. It was not Captain Kirk. It was Captain Christopher Pike. When they ordered the series, they said, "Okay, we just want you to reshoot the pilot. We want you to replace this captain." And they said, "Fine, we'll we'll, we'll make it this Captain Kirk guy. We'll get this William Shatner." So. They eventually used that. It's not just a nod to an unproduced pilot. They used the original pilot and split it up into a two-parter that was telling a backstory on the original series. So the character Christopher Pike existed in the original Star Trek series, not to mention in the new Star Trek movies with Chris Pine. Christopher Pike is the captain in the first movie. Did did Shatner do anything before Star Trek? He was in the most famous episode of Twilight Zone of all time. He wasn't like a big actor, but he was in the Twilight Zone episode with the gremlin on the wing of the airplane. Okay, I Nightmare don't think I've ever 40, seen that. Feet. You should okay. check it out. It's good. But anyways, Christopher Pike. <laughs> anyways. Uh, I'm Shut up, show Jamie. Because you, 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 you will be more likely to remember the movies. Okay, you know what? Sometimes, too, when people have like similar names, it throws me off. So I'm sorry. Okay, so look. Like, like in, the other, uh, in the car ride the other day, you know, when you're like... Who who is this song? And I said, it, it, "Isn't that the movie? The guy who uh, the movie's based off of being John Mellencamp?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, being John Mellencamp. <laughs> like when people have Classic. a similar sounded name. Okay, so this is Christopher Pike on the original series, right? This is the guy Bruce Greenwood, great Canadian actor, who plays him in the J.J. Abrams movies. You recognize him from the J.J. Abrams movies? He looks like that guy off of uh, Wild Hogs. Wild hog. William H. Macy? The guy with the apple. Apple tattoo. The nerdy guy. William H. Macy. No, this is Bruce Greenwood. But anyways. Are they brothers? <laughs> They're not brothers. They both spell and pronounce their last names differently. Well, some people in Hollywood have different names. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, so this character exists. And here's what's cool, okay? Because we thought that Saru was going to take over as the captain, but he was just a temporary captain. Christopher Pike is going to be on this entire season. He is a lead character on this season. I like this idea of a Star Trek series where we're getting different captains all the time. Because we had Lorca last season, and now we got Pike this season. What did you think about Pike overall? Like, I think that this guy's going to be the star of the series. Like, we thought the same thing with Jason Isaacs last time. But, like, this guy playing Pike is fantastic. He's, he's the most interesting Pike we've seen so far. Uh, he just feels like a traditional Star Trek character. And everybody else, including his first mate, like they do that tease about the science officer and obviously Burnham thinks that it's Spock who's coming on board only to have some other guy show up. This guy fits the Discovery prototype, like total dick right from beaming aboard the ship along with every other character who still seems to just, they all just seem to be unpleasant people. And I love that Pike is just kind of this fun commanding captain he's a bit charismatic yeah yeah um yeah no i thought he was really good i actually uh thought that that other lady was really fun i hope that she comes back the one who was the engineer on the ship that they had found that had crashed oh yeah okay so that's another character uh so when they land on the asteroid yeah the the old federation ship or whatever that had just been deserted there that character Sorry, we don't know these episodes. <laughs> that character uh, is going to be like a recurring character on the season. So yeah, we will get more of that character. And that's kind of a fun idea too, because I'll be honest, like the first half of this episode, I watched it before you did. And I didn't mind it. I liked them introducing, you know, the new Captain Pike and everything. And they showed the backstory a little bit about Burnham as a child meeting Spock and 
we didn't get anything else to Spock. This episode's called Brother, as you just realized why it's called Brother. Brother, uh, my brother. I mean, you made up that song. That's from that fictional band you were talking about. That... <laughs> no, Blessed Union of Souls, and it's in the Pokemon movie. Okay. The original Pokemon Anyways. movie. <laughs> um, you should actually so... listen back to this episode and count how many times you say anyways. Because <laughs> you've actually said it a lot. You probably haven't realized. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, um, the first half of the episode, I came in, and I'm like, what part are you at? And you're like, oh, right here. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's just about to get really good. This is right as they're about to... I guess, what would you even call that? Like, launch off of the ship in those pods to land on the asteroid? And I'm like, this is where it's going to get really good. And you're like, oh, good, because it's been pretty boring so far. Yeah, eject, sure. But the first half of the episode, I mean, it was sort of just tying up last season, you know, introducing things like Stamets. um, He's leaving, which apparently he's not. Um, We get the moment with, the doctor that you liked and I hated last season because he is the single worst actor in the history of Star Trek. And apparently he's going to be a main character this season. Like, they're bringing him back from the dead in some way. Is that the boyfriend character? Of Stamets, yeah. Oh. The he's one he was talking so about opera? bad, yeah. Okay. And apparently he's, I coming, him. he's coming back somehow on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's because people liked him. Nobody liked him. I don't see any you know, fan clubs out there for Dr. What's-His-Name. He's a terrible actor. Just please give me he's not a good actor. You know, you're so loud that the twins are actually moving around like crazy because they're like, Daddy, shut up. We're trying to sleep. You're pregnant with twins. We should actually explain that to people who don't know. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they can't hear me scratching my belly. The audience can hear who's listening to this right now. I, all I'm, four of them. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting fatter at a pretty fast rate over here. So. Okay. So let's talk about um, Tilly here. Because Tilly has a thing for Captain Pike. Team Tilly. Now, can we just talk about... If we're trying to be equal in all these things, is Tilly not sexually harassing Pike in this episode? You know what? When you're on a ship for so long and don't get any, you need something. But she does get any, because we saw that in the last season, that all these people are getting lots. How do you know she's getting any? Well, she probably isn't, because she's a terrible person and an annoying human being, but... Seriously, like, she's sexually harassing the new captain, and she's admiring his pinky finger. Like, the only line I liked was she said something like, oh, sorry to say the word pinky, that doesn't sound, I just realized it doesn't sound very commanding or something like that. That was kind of a funny line, but, like, she's still just the most obnoxiously unfunny character. But I look at her, and I think she's kind of a lot like me, so... So, anyways, how, <laughs> how can you stand living with me and being married to me for the rest of your life? Oh, that's right. You make jokes about how you're going to live longer than me and I'll die and you'll find someone else. <laughs> and you'll cash in on my life insurance there and go, go go live in the Bahamas and meet someone else. Like, well, by then, Nigella Lawson will probably be dead, too. Maybe someone else that's that's attractive. Nigella Lawson's, like, older than my mom. Yeah, I know. But she's still, like, really hot. Okay. I can't blame you for thinking she's what? hot. I think she's hot. What does this have to do with Star Trek Discovery? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. The the first half of the episode, anything to comment on? I thought... You thought it was boring. Like I told you, I thought it was pretty boring. Um, but it really kicks <clears throat> into it once they eject off the ship. Yeah, like, uh, not not even at that point. Uh, like, I, f- I found it got interesting when they actually got onto the ship, and I was like, oh, what's going to happen here? You know, are they going to, like, be killed, or what's, what's happening? And then 
I, I really like that engineer lady, and then the rest of the episode I found interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like, not even then, I'm talking about, and then you talk about something that is like 20 minutes after the scene I just mentioned, so. Well, yeah, tw- 20 minutes is a big difference. No, but you were, you were prefacing that, you were saying that as if that happened first, but, uh no, this is no, lost on you. no. I I said not even that because I I, I you're was, saying you weren't interested no. until they in, they got on the asteroid until they actually uh, got into the ship on the asteroid. Yeah. Okay. Now, Wh- which essentially is like the last 25, 20 to twenty five minutes of the show, and the show is an hour long. Yeah, it was more than half just story building. Like I think we could have had more balance, like just cut back and forth. Um, my other complaint: you did say they're away from the ship. Yes, but are they really? Because we just end up on an asteroid and on a deserted ship, I guess, which is exactly how season one started in like some type of asteroid field on deserted Klingon ships. Like this is just rehash. I want planets. I want new environments. Maybe they can't afford it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's you see why the effects of this episode. The effects are pretty outstanding. It's just the environments aren't new. But maybe that's why they allow people to watch the episodes for free on the streaming on the app. <laughs> well, you have to pay for it. I don't pay for it. No, that's... Okay, you're talking about the space... So, this show is on the CBS All Access, which is like a paid subscription thing, from what I understand. Here in Canada, it's on the Space Network. The first episode was put up for free, but they're not putting everything up for free. You, oh. you still have to pay for space as a cable channel. We have to pay to watch to review this crap? Well, not this episode, because it was free for the first episode on space. I don't know if I want to pay to review this. Well, it's a, you, you, do you like the show? Um, you watch a lot of crap, okay? I'm just gonna, But we pay for you to watch a lot of crap. I didn't have to pay for you to watch Sister of the Traveling Pants. It was you a did really we pay movie. for our Netflix, and you watched that on Netflix. And by the way, Sister of the Traveling Pants is the single worst movie I've seen in years. No, you're wrong. They made a franchise out of a movie about girls sharing pants over a summer. And not really in the way you would think. It's it's literally just mail it to each other. Let's FedEx you a pair of pants. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? The second uh, second movie was also amazing. Okay, I will pay for Star Trek Discovery unless you're willing to cancel your Netflix and never watch Sister of the Traveling Pants ever again. Uh, excuse me, but... <laughs> yeah, I yawned. Sorry. Excuse me, but we got Netflix actually originally for you, and I wasn't even into it. For Arrested it. Development. I don't even know why, but we got it for you originally. I wasn't even into it. We had casts where I saw how valuable it was to have it to basically allow... Because you were at home all the time. Well, yeah, and I don't give him screen time like constantly, but his favorite shows are on there. But Netflix has lots of good stuff. It's worth the $12 or whatever you pay per month. Well, I I pay, not you. I pay for it. Do you know how much it would cost us to get the Space Network for a month here in Canada? $4. $4. And that would include about five other channels as our cable package. Is that before my employee discount? That's before our employee discount. Okay, well then it's okay. Okay, there you go. So we might keep watching this series, but for now it's just free. If it's if it costs me less than a value meal at McDonald's, I'll keep it. Um, one thing I love, this is just a throwaway scene, but Pike saying, all right, roll call, everybody. Like, it seems cheesy with, I don't need your... your crew designations or your, your positions or whatever just your names and everybody goes around as like michael burnham and whatever and tilly and saru no last name right do you know why that scene was so cool why because we have been seeing all these background characters for an entire season and they have not introduced us to any of them so even just this brief introduction where these other characters the ones who are always on the bridge get names 
does something you, for the you, show. You think that's why they did it? Yeah, I guarantee that's why they did it. Because people got reviews and it's like, who the heck is anybody? Yeah. Except for Michael Burnham. Yeah, exactly. Michael Burnham and Tardigrade, Tardigrade, Tardigrade. And they mentioned the Tardigrade in this episode. Like, can we just stop saying the word Tardigrade already? It's dead. Leave it in the past. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what the, a the blind asteroid, melon. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, the asteroid, the launcher, flight towards the asteroid, great action scene. And this is where having Alex Kurtzman directing it really mattered because he he's brought some excitement to the show and i don't feel like there was a lot of great action in the first season i thought there's some decent storytelling but this was like a really exciting sequence and especially you know for a show that the first half had almost nothing in it like i all of a sudden i'm like well i'm watching a different show now and then they get on the asteroid and as you said there's this you know character who's been deserted there um i don't feel i feel like this was all story set up I'm hoping that we're not going to get, you know, this entire season all be about this energy source that they're looking for in the asteroid. Uh, I liked some standalone episodes. This felt like it was sort of just the launching point, but it at least was fun. I, I couldn't honestly tell you much about it. They're looking for some energy source, right? Mm-hmm. What else is there? Spock's having nightmares as yeah. uh, Burnham eventually goes on the Enterprise at the end. And the nightmares have something to do with this energy source they found on the asteroid. Yeah, and then Michael Pike, and that's about it. Michael Pike? Who's Michael Pike? The captain. That's guy. Christopher Pike. <laughs> you gotta name him every name but Christopher in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, anything you want to talk about here? Um, I think I talked about everything else about Star Trek, but hopefully people still listen to this episode. <laughs> okay, did you like the asteroid stuff you said you like that character where do you think they're gonna go with let's give a prediction because we I, I successfully predicted the mirror universe last season uh where are they gonna go with the energy source on this and spock's whole connection it's linked to something with his nightmares well that's pretty clear from the episode <laughs> no it's not yes I'm, it is i'm giving a clear prediction let's give uh, any outrageous prediction you can think of um, the guy regrets leaving his Star Trek ship. What's his name again? Pike? No. What's his first name? The guy yes. Who, the guy who had the boyfriend. Stamets? Stamets, yeah. The, he's going to regret leaving the ship because when he gets to his new post, he's going to have really bad uh, uh, fungal toe infection. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a prediction. Um, this is an out there prediction, but I'm guessing because we didn't see anything with the spore drive this time. I'm glad because the technology is way too advanced for this having <laughs> taken place years before the original series. My guess is this energy sources they have, it's all going to have something to do with the spore drive or something that's going to cause the spore drive to not exist or something like that. Because they also have talked about how the show will explain at some point why this technology doesn't exist in the original series. Hmm. That's interesting. I just, I want something to explain that away because I, I, I like that this episode was more low tech and it wasn't, remember the entire first season, every single week we're like, this technology is so advanced, it just makes them invincible. It's not fun because it doesn't even tie into the other ones. Right. And it's supposed to be obviously like the first yeah. Star Trek ever. Um. What do you want to do this? Do you want to buy, brother, rent it, or bin it? Nah, uh, I'll rent it. I'll rent it too, just because I felt like the first half was a terrible... There was nothing bad in this episode. And 
<laughs> I'm more optimistic about this season than I was last season. Um, but overall, I don't I don't think this is grabbing me that much. We, we should talk about the fact that there are two spinoffs that they've announced now. The Picard spinoff, which is the most exciting thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then the Michelle Yeoh spinoff, which is the second most exciting thing ever. Like, if we had to choose between... But without even having seen the shows. The Picard show, the Michelle Yeoh show, or the Discovery show, <laughs> STD, Star Trek Discovery... What's your top three of what's interesting you? Picard, he's mm-hmm. hot. Michelle Yeoh and Star Trek. Yeah. STD. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more excited about the other ones, and yet this is the one that should be more traditional Star Trek. But still, I didn't mind the episode. Yeah. Uh, let's do something fun here. <laughs> so we've done this on our movie recaps, but plot keywords on IMDb. Uh, some of these are going to be pretty obvious. Pointy ears. Pointy ears month coming. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, number one. Bright, number two. Will Smith, uh, Joel Edgerton movie. Star Trek Into Darkness. Thor The Dark World, Star Trek. Sword Art Online, some type of anime thing. I bet you like that. That's an amazing series. Yeah. Uh, What other connections do we have here? So uh, I'm looking forward to... Injured leg. Where's that? (laughs) Right here. (laughs) Injured leg month coming soon to the Oz Network. (laughs) Uh, I guess Burnham had an injured leg here. Predators. By the way, Predators... A really good movie. Never like, seen it. It's the third Predator movie. Um, Drive no, Angry no, I, with I've, Nicolas Cage. I've never seen any of the Predator movies. Oh, you should watch them. Yeah. Watch the first one, the third one, and the most recent one. Yeah, I've never seen them. Skip. Yeah, well, the second one's not bad, too, I guess. Uh, Battle Los Angeles, Mimic. Mimic's a cool movie. Repo Men. Um, what else can we do here? We can do Personal Quarters Month. <laughs> Ender's Game. That's a cool movie. Star Trek Nemesis, Star Trek The Motion Picture, Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, and Star Trek The Next Generation, A Fistful of Datas. Why specifically that episode? Uh, I'm looking forward to Feminine Voice Month. Oh, wait, they have a high five one there. Okay, Feminine Voice Month, Thor Ragnarok, Iron Man 3, Star Trek, Next Gen, some type of animated movie, some of you probably like, and Eagle Eye. Uh, Where's that one you're looking for? High Five Month, coming soon to the Oz Network. Crazy Rich Asians. Deadpool, Top Gun, Moon. <laughs> um, let's try to find one more here. Sick Bay? Oh, no, those... Or what about Gurney? Go down. Gurney Month on the Oz Network. Red Sparrow, that was terrible. The Last Jedi, Papillon, Wonder Woman, and the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, anyway, so we have recapped this, the premiere... We'll keep watching. We'll check in probably mid-season. Now, they've extended this to 14 episodes. It was supposed to be 13. I complained that last season was dragged out too much, and what have they done? They've dragged this season out even more. Um, Still, we'll probably check in about mid-season, whether it'll be exactly after episode 7 or whenever the clear point is that they're taking a mid-season break. Something like that. I'm not committing to this whole thing with you, so you might have to do some by yourself. Well, I just said we're going to do a mid-season and an end-of-season. So in the next... Okay, that's doable. Four or five months, I'm sure you can commit to two other episodes. Because, you know, I'm growing two kids right now. Like, you know, that's that's a lot of work. Um, outside of this, we are doing Star Trek random rewatches right now, which is something we said we would do in between Star Trek Discovery seasons. And here we are, not even done it yet, only three episodes in. <laughs> we got two more to go. So what have we covered so far? We covered Mirror Mirror from Star Trek, the original series. We covered Riker accused of rape in next generation Mm -hmm. and we covered the children of time deep space nine the peaceful episode on committing genocide and coming up next week i guess 
or later this week, we have uh, Voyager, the show I was not looking forward to, and one of the most fun episodes, The Bride of Chaotica. That's uh, the one with the old lady, right? Yes, the old lady, as you say. Uh, and then after that, we're going to do one more for Enterprise, and then it'll be back to regularly scheduled programming with Rossi and I, which is not regularly scheduled program because it's random rewatches. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> That's it for Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Episode 1. We'll check in mid-season. because I need to pee. I need to pee too. Uh, my name is Colin, and anyways, uh, my name is Jamie, and uh, Merry Christmas, you blind melon! Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.